a moment or two to the angry young man With his foot in his mouth and his heart in his hand He's been stabbing the back, he's been misunderstood It's a comfort to know his intentions are good And he sits in a room with a lock on the door With his maps and his medals laid out on the floor And he likes to be known as the angry young man Well, Zach, uh, you're still not on Twitter, right? No, I am on Twitter now. I am. Oh, you are? <laughs> we had this whole thing, the whole preparation thing, where it was completely dependent on me not being on Twitter anymore. I just wanted to see how you would handle if I just completely threw a wrench like five seconds in to our entire well, intro sequence. Well, I, no, of course, no, I, I'm not on Twitter. I'm still not on Twitter. It's been fantastic. It sounds great. Well, uh, man, you you legitimately really threw me off there. I was like. I was like, You're Zach, like uh, I, I had this whole thing what? prepared contingent on you not be on Twitter, and you wait till now to tell me that, well, actually, I've been on Twitter lately. Um, <laughs> no, I have I've, I've over a month for me. It's been great. Well, Zach, uh, those of us on Twitter uh, always see, feel pretty self-important, and, and we, we feel like everything happening is important, so I, I want to update you and our audience, any of our audience members who may not actually be on Twitter. Uh, about some of the biggest trends happening right now. Would you find that valuable? Do you think that's a good use of your time, Zach? Uh, No, uh, but let's do it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not, but I'm going to anyways. Um, Yeah, please. So I feel like the biggest topic, uh, for anyone wondering, we're uh, we're recording this on July 15th. Maybe something drastically different has happened since uh, July 15th, but this is as of today. (laughs) Uh, I've just picked a few of what I consider the biggest topics. Um, I'd say the biggest topic right now is cake, actually. Um, do, do you know what I mean by cake at all, Zach? Is this like a, is this like an ass thing? You know how like people well, say like you, you could, yeah, it's like a euphemism for uh, like a, a big behind, <laughs> yeah, a big you know, fanny? Uh, technically no, but literally uh, a, a kind of, if you go a little deeper into the topic, kind of yes. Um, so what I mean is that there's a couple videos that went viral, I f- hate that word anyways um there's a couple videos <laughs> especially <that> was... <laughs> now i can't say that now something something else is going viral right now and it's kind of a bigger deal than <laughs> it's, memes it's a, it's a fair point uh well there's this uh, trend that's gone viral of uh things that you don't expect to be cake ending up being cake so there's like these videos of like oh that just looks like a roll of toilet paper then someone pulls out a knife and cuts into it it's cake inside and then they put up a croc, like you know the the tennis shoe that everyone loves to hate. Uh, the, there's a the croc one that you love. You just love. I, I actually, love I, I, I do love to love Crocs. Uh, but they put one on screen, but it's not for wearing because someone takes a knife to it and they're cutting into it. Suddenly, it turns out it's cake. These these uh, these artisans with food have gone too far. The, the their cakes have become too lifelike, and it's it's really bothering a lot of people. Uh, it, it's kind of led to some funny uh, videos and tweets of people being like having to check if their friend is cake and stabbing him with a knife, you know, just all that kind of fun stuff. It's, it's, it's weirdly one of the main things in the public consciousness on Twitter right now. Okay. <laughs> I, I would have like, I would have preferred more of like a, butt a butt thing. Well, it's a big, a big butt thing. One of my favorite videos related to the topic. Someone got really concerned that their, their butt might be cake. They went around, reached behind them and grabbed and then through kind of a, a, uh, an editing trick made it appear that they were just grabbing into cake and then they started eating it. Um, so the, it's, oh, that's, it's, okay. it's kind of a butt thing. Cause people are like concerned that the people they know and their butts might be cake. 
damn, that's actually damn. I was wrong. Damn, that actually sucks. I thought that I thought the butt thing would be better, but it turns out it's worse. <laughs> turns out the original thing was funnier than the butt thing. Butt thing just not good. Okay, right, let's move on to the next one. Yeah, um, this one's a little bit more serious. Um, a bunch of big people got hacked on Twitter today. Um, like Elon oh. Musk, uh, Apple, Bill Gates, a bunch of like big verified people and posted. Can a- you maneuver your way over to my Twitter account and make sure I'm, I'm safe? You know, I think you're fine uh, because these were all uh, financial uh, schemes where they were posting, hey, if you send me $1,000 in Bitcoin here, uh, I'll send 2000 back. And apparently a lot of people fell for it because it was genuinely coming from these verified accounts. And then Twitter shut down every single verified account. So anyone with on Twitter with a verified account could not tweet this afternoon. Hell yeah. Burn it down. Yeah. It's, That's actually sick. It was actually kind of it was kind of a fun afternoon, honestly. Um, <laughs> it was really interesting. Um, but yeah, so there was that. I, to, to my knowledge, they might still be shut down. I haven't checked Twitter in a few hours. Who knows? Listen. As a non-verified Twitter Twitter account, if if you see send thousand dollars Bitcoin to this link and you'll get two thousand in return, it's not a scam <laughs> from my account. It's not verified, so you know it's legit. <laughs> Just saying. Hmm. I, I would send it to you if you asked for it, Zach. Um, <laughs> I, I, you're a good friend. Thank you. Um, and then there's been a picture going around of uh, Ivanka Trump holding. Uh, Goya ban- brand black beans. Um, I, I For some reason, this picture has been making the rounds. I mainly wanted to bring it up because of beans. Um, and that's, that's really about it. Um, that, that's a little good. That's a good throwback. Episode 43 throwback. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll end it with just one more. Uh, so if you're not aware, the NBA is, is set to uh, resume playing games. Or they have like a bubble in Disney World of, like, players and teams, um, like, they can't leave this bubble so that no, none of them will have the virus. Um, and something kind of fun was uh, the center for the Kings, I think his name was Rashawn Holmes, uh, was tweeting about, hey, if you guys want to get better food, uh, you can just call DoorDash and they'll come to the bubble and you can go meet them and get food from them. Uh, and then, like, an hour later... He tweeted, <laughs> it came out that he had to be quarantined for 10 days because he left the bubble to get the food from Burkash. <laughs> uh, so I, I just thought that was kind of funny because uh, then he just tweeted out, he was like, LOL, never mind. And now he's quarantined for 10 days. So they're taking that pretty seriously over in the Disney World NBA bubble. Yeah, um, that sucks. Yeah, so clearly you're missing some really important things, Zach. There's a lot. What is this bubble situation? Is it... Like, is it an inflatable dome? Is it a big building? Well, it's more of a uh, metaphor, I, I guess you could say. You know, um, I wish it it's was like an exclu- It's like a demilitarized zone. Like he just crossed a border. <laughs> There's no actual physical <laughs> barrier. He crossed a. He crossed over into Epcot, and he got. He had to get thrown I'm out. I'm not. You know, you say that like as a joke, but I think it literally might be an Epcot because I, th- I. I was reading the story before we started this. I think he like crossed a line. At a hotel at Epcot, there was like some physical line that he stepped over, and that's why he has to be quarantined. <laughs> you know what's bullshit? Um, it's bullshit that 
uh, it's bullshit that the, we have to wear masks when we go out to eat. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, I, I actually, in the middle of making that joke, I forgot what I was actually going to say is bullshit. Something about, uh, I don't know, something, something about how it's not, it's not a, re- I, okay, I found it again. It's bullshit that it's not, it should be a real bubble. It should be an actual physical, like plastic dome that um it's it's just basically an enormous dome enough room for like one basketball court and uh two like smaller domes for locker rooms tiny little locker rooms and then you just sleep in a sleeping bag around the side of the court <laughs> as a player that's, that's but then i guess you could cool. only fit two teams in the bubble at once so that i guess that wouldn't work very well <laughs> I, I would like the visual of a literal bubble. I, I would like that, too. Um, you know, speaking of basketball, Zach, this is this is going to make sense in a second, but for a moment, it's not. I, I moved into I moved into a new house. Um, so this is actually my first episode uh, from the new house. That's pretty exciting. Congrats. Yeah, um, I'll say more about that in a moment. But so I, I live in an upstairs bedroom. And let me tell you, it is hot as shit. Um, Zach, just to give you a visual, I actually sent you a picture that you should look at now. I'm okay. wearing... Yeah, I've been like on pins and needles waiting to open this image <laughs> that you sent me. Because you told me not to until we were live on the air. Yeah, I, I'm wearing a sweatband like I'm LeBron James or something, like around my forehead. <laughs> because I'm just dripping Hey, put sweat. you in the bubble. <laughs> I'm just dripping sweat in this bedroom. It is so hot. Okay. You look unhappy. Okay, well, I'm not unhappy, but I'm actually sweating. Okay, so I turned off the fan because it's too loud, and like the person in me that cares about audio quality was like, I can't have a fan on. Screw the audio quality, Zach. I'm going to turn on a fan. It is Okay, I mean, we've, we've had to edit out your noise before. Yeah, it is, it is too hot. I'm sorry. I feel like we need if we got a crack in the cold one soundtrack. Maybe, maybe we need like a a fan turn on sound effect because you've got the. Uh, <laughs> I can hear you pressing the beeps, the beeps from your fan control. I can hear it. Okay. <laughs> well, I I immediately feel a hundred times better. It was it's so hot up here. Ah uh, man, Zach. I mean, but I you know I've been hyping this up for weeks now. Oh, and that, that's how that relates to the NBA thing was I'm wearing a sweatband like LeBron James. That was a that was a very <laughs> long uh, roundabout s- way roundabout way of connecting that. I've I've been recording at my parents' house for like how long have we been doing this now? Like one and a half years. I don't Paul, know. it's um, been a while. <laughs> you and I have been doing this for one and a half years. One thing I wanted to mention that I forgot about, and now you reminded me, is. Uh, my birthday was uh, has been in between this episode and the last. Oh yeah! Happy and birthday. two years ago, my birthday twenty eighteen. Thank you. My birthday twenty eighteen was when I got uh, my mic stand and my microphone. Oh. So so this uh, this show is almost about to reach its two year anniversary, which seems insane. It does not seem like it's been that long. Yeah, th- there have been so so few like important things ever discussed on the show. It does not feel like it could have been two years ago. Like nothing has changed (laughs) since it started. (laughs) Especially considering the last six months have been, uh, all I'm saying is if we don't get those back at the end of our lives, then it's, it's all for nothing. (laughs) I mean, it's, that's, that's bullshit. We deserve an exchange or a refund or something. I agree. I agree. Hmm. Hmm. But 
Yeah, it's, it's crazy that almost two years ago, I hopped on here as a guest in my parents' room. Or not, not in my parents' room, my parents' house. That would be really weird if I did that in my parents' room. Uh, <laughs> hey, and, Mom, Dad, uh, can I please sit here? And it's crazy to me that it was, it was almost exactly two years ago that I moved into my parents' house from college. So it's it's fitting that I'm finally in a new house. I am I'm free to, to more freely shout obscenities during the show and not be afraid that my parents downstairs might hear them. Uh, it's 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 really exciting times for this show and for content creation. That's very exciting for me too. I'm I'm happy to hear it. Congratulations. <laughs> Welcome to your new home. That's Thank that's you. great. That's really good news. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, it. Uh, I'll I'll get into this a little bit more on my topic, but just moving in is shitty, man. I'm it's so exhausting. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I, I'm just tired, man. What what do you say that we uh? we kind of spice things up a little bit and get into the real part of the show that that would be very spicy i'd enjoy that uh what is i don't know again i've constantly have gotten to the point where i'm counting on you to remind me whose turn it is you know i i did know the last few weeks but i actually i have no idea um you know I'll i think just, it's i think it's you i whether it's me or not i'll just go and go first because we're like teasing that i'm gonna talk about something um, <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> i mean so I'm going to back up a little bit. So I I only moved in maybe half a week ago to this house, but it's been in the works for a few weeks now uh, to get into this house. And one thing that you discover as you are, as you're getting ready to move somewhere is that you have to make a lot of phone calls and you have a lot of people calling you. They're calling you about signing paperwork. They're calling you... You're calling them about setting up utilities. It's this whole long thing. And Zach, what I'd like to talk about today is how bullshit it is, like, waiting on phone calls and making phone calls. Especially <laughs> in this context. Um, I'm going to walk you through just a couple of them. For one, and this is actually a little bit broader, but it's something that frustrates me nonetheless. Why is it that all these businesses that like have to do with like like individuals at a customer level they have the exact same hours as every other business like nine to five it's like so you're telling me i can only call you or be called during my work hours and i know that yeah. there's a certain amount like maybe it's hypocritical of me to like expect them to work longer hours or something but like there's something ridiculous to me that's like i mean it's true banks too like banks are only like you have to like go over your lunch or something because if you have to talk to an actual banker like they're not open on like a sunday or something um right but all these different like services they they would like set up times for calls or something and then be like we need a two-hour window during your job it's like you mean I have to be next to my phone and have nothing else come up, like while I'm at work. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> and then it's like really awkward when you're getting calls at work and having to like take them. It's like not work related. Like I don't know. I I understand when like a business that's business to business is calling you. Like then you're answering or making that call on behalf of your business, so it's like not awkward to do that during work hours. But like business to consumer calling where it's like i'm at work it's ridiculous to me that i have to like it's it's really awkward that i have to like neglect my job to make these calls um i have spent so many hours just sitting around waiting for calls uh one man from an internet company gave me a time and a schedule to call me and then he just never called me 
Um, Whoa. Which is, yeah, I, it, it hurt pretty bad. Uh, it's a lot of rejection. Uh, I, they, for, for all these calls being made during, like, the middle of the day, they sure do ask for your social security number a lot. And so I'm, like, in public giving out my social. <laughs> and that just, and a lot of other information about myself to where it's like, I mean, do you want me to just send out a, like, nationwide email with all of my personal information like this seems not safe at all um and then like uh, sometimes with the scheduling one time i missed a call literally by seconds i missed a call and then called back and naturally they didn't answer and they were like we're gonna have to schedule you for another day it's just i've oh played God. phone tag with so many people and this this is no way to live man was not meant to spend all day waiting for phone calls or making phone calls this is ridiculous i and now i feel i'm hiding from some like i'm considering switching my car insurance and there's a man from geico who calls me no joke six times a day i answered once he gave me a quote and i was like (laughs) i'll get back to you if i decide to go with this he calls me five times five or six times a day now i don't answer it because last time i answered it was like i'm not ready he was like kind of passive aggressive and i'm not ready to handle that right now because he was just like well are you do are you wasting my time or do you want it i'm like i'm sorry like i'll get back to you if i want the if i want the rate i'll take it (laughs) he didn't say quite that aggressively but he literally was he was like do do you want a quote or not like do you want do you want this like should i keep calling you i was like well i'm kind of i was like you don't need to keep calling like i'll let you know but he's he keeps calling me Maybe come he- on, Paul. You're such a car insurance cock tease. Give me some, give me some love, Paul. Are you sure it was a man from Geico? It could have been a lizard. I, it sure seemed like a man. I I put him in my phone as Geico man so that because one time I like accidentally answered it because I was expecting a call like work related oh. and then I <laughs> I was completely caught off guard and he was like, "Well, do you have an answer?" And I was like, "Uh, uh, uh like I why you been ignoring me, Paul? Why you been <laughs> I, ignoring me?" I was not ready. To, he was like, he did say kind of passive aggressively, like. He's like, I tried to reach out like four times yesterday. I was like, it's like, chill, man. Like, this is too much for me. You know, what's, you know, what's the worst part, Zach, is he has a really good rate and I should probably take it. I'm concerned that if he's my agent, he'll just be calling me at all hours of the day. Like, it's just, it's too much. No, just take it, man. Go, go for the cheaper one. And then if he calls you one too many times, say you do this again, I'm leaving you. I, I, I feel like he's like a jilted lover who's like. Just continuously. It sounds going. like it. It really feels like it. Um, and then finally, like, so, all right. So part of moving in, I set up my electricity utilities, and um, they asked me. They were like, "Hey, do you do you all have a gas line at the house?" And I was like, "I don't think so," because I've grown up in houses with without gas lines. And how yeah. how foolish was I that when I showed up, <laughs> this uh, this hot water heater runs off of gas. So now I'm calling a gas oh. line, and they're yep. telling me, "Hey, you got to have a plumber there because like we won't go in the house because of COVID, but we need you to like check your appliances." And so I'm calling back and forth between the gas company and a plumber, get like matching up their schedules. And for some reason, I have to be a middleman, and it's it is <laughs> Zach. I, I, that's I, like when that, that feels like that's when um you're like on a flight and then the uh, both the pilot and the co-pilot are incapacitated in some way and then the air traffic controller has to call in like a 
a war veteran to come in and be like, all right, son, <laughs> you see in front of you, you got two joysticks. You got an altitude meter. What's it read? And he's you're like, try. okay, I need you to put the landing gear down, level out, t- take the throttle down to low. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's what that would feel like, but with much lower stakes. <laughs> Uh, I, you know, and and then you've got Leslie Nielsen in the back saying, like, just wanted to let you know that we're all counting on you, all of that. This was a direct, this was a direct airplane reference, yes. I don't know, I don't know what else, what else that happens in, but I was specifically thinking of the movie Airplane when I, when I described that sequence. You know, and (laughs) just like with airplane i just assumed that the more people talk to me they're probably being driven to suicide who knows i just <laughs> wow you were like well familiar with that movie I'm, I'm that's very... not exactly one of the <laughs> one of the featured jokes yeah it's really not it, it's recurring but it's, it's not featured uh but i just you know i feel like the audience is probably tuned out they're like paul we get it you're finally an adult you're having to like talk to people and you know what you might be right but this is bullshit this should all be like so easy to take care of i don't understand Uh, zach i was on hold with fort worth utilities for four hours the other day (laughs) because (laughs) they they don't let you go in person to say anything up because of coronavirus so this great i guess a little disclaimer everything has gotten a little bit worse because of coronavirus because now all these companies only allow call-in appointments like they don't let you um like go in person for like to talk to them anymore and so it's just i am on hold sometimes for hours literally hours and i again this might be the most boring topic of all time but no i've done worse i'm sick of it zach i am sick of it i i still i'm sure the geico man is gonna call me more again tomorrow i'm probably gonna have to arrange more schedules between the plumber and the gas company and this is it's like this is an entire job but i have a real job that i'm completely neglecting to do all of this i don't (laughs) like people who have like busier jobs than i because i I mean don't get me wrong i work hard but like i have like downtime where i can fit these scenes in my job i don't if someone has like a real job like let's say like a customer service facing job where like they can't touch their phone ever like i don't understand how they'd ever do any of this like it seems like an entire scam Today, I, I mean, I experienced the same thing today. I had to call uh, my doctor today. Oh, and my the, God. The thing I hate about it the most is um, the fact that I live in an open plan office. So all of my conversation oh my is like the other day. Um, I, I guess I'm, I think I mentioned this on the air last episode that I'm looking to buy a house right now. Yeah. And the other day I was uh, talking. I my, got my, a phone call from my realtor for the first time. This is oh. several weeks ago. And uh, – and then a few days later, my boss, who sits right next to me, came up and he was like, hey, yeah, I heard you talking on t- the phone the other day. It was pretty funny. And I was like, why is it funny? <laughs> and he goes, because you answer the phone. You say, hi, yeah, this is Zach. Silence for a few seconds as she speaks. Yeah, no, you're really going to have to help me here because I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. I didn't. But I didn't like, I didn't like that my boss was able to hear me admit that. See, I also today, my boss had to hear me on the phone with my doctor today. I called. I said, yeah, um, I'm pretty sure my name is Zach Andrews. I'm pretty sure I have an appointment today, but I scheduled it three months ago because this is for my my broken fingers of one final checkup. I scheduled it three months ago and I think it's today, but I lost the card and I just wanted to make sure. And she's like, no, it's the 29th. 
You still have half a month to go. You're off by like two <laughs> over two weeks. And I was like, okay, thanks. Uh, bye. And so my boss said to hear that whole exchange where I'm like, oh, I said, I think I have an appointment today. Oh, sorry. You mean that it's the 29th? Got it. Thanks. Like, that's just, I don't need everyone in my office to hear things like that. Yeah, I, so I, I, I work in a pretty open office. Like, I have my own desk, but, like, I do, I'm in a room with, like, a couple other people. And, like, people walk by all the time. And I, I envy people who are comfortable just sitting out around other people on the phone. Because whenever I get the phone, I just get, when I, when I get a phone call, I get this, there's some deep instinct, like, deep within me that says, no one should be allowed to hear this conversation. It can be yeah. the most mundane conversation. I could be, which is all, all of these conversations are mundane. I can be talking about insurance rates. I could be talking about like, like gas utilities, Fort Worth water, whatever it is. Even these are the most mundane conversations. I'm still like, I don't want anyone hearing this. And so I go like outside into totally. the heat and like pace around out there where I like, take a conference room away that no one else can use now because I'm trying to be in there. Like, it's just like, I don't know. Like my boss made some joke about like, are you hiding these conversations? Cause you're like trying to like, did you have like an interview for another job? And it's like, I see how this looks <laughs> suspicious, but I promise you I am just socially inept and I'm just incapable of talking on the phone in front of other people. I just, yeah, man, <laughs> I, that is the exact same situation I find myself in. I feel you. Yeah, it's just uh, that, that's a whole other layer to this. That like not only do I have all these dumb conversations, I'm having them in public, like at my job, and then like my bosses are having to hear me have these dumb conversations. It's just so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's a great topic. I, I mean, we I have talked at length about how much I hate talking on the phone. Um. So I don't need to discuss it that much further, but uh, anything, any, anytime you're here to talk shit about talking on the phone, I'm here for it. It's one of my least favorite activities ever. <sighs> yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm just exhausted, man. I just, I, I could go without ever getting a phone call again. I'd be fine with that. Let me take some weight off your shoulders and I'll, I'll go with my rant. How about Please that? do. I would love that. This is actually, um, this is one of my earliest, uh, earliest rants that I ever remember giving. I think this is kind of where it all began to an extent. I used to announce this one all the time in high school to just anyone who would listen. And I have a fond memory of complaining about this to anyone within earshot. So this actually, this topic is a little bit outdated, I think, considering I haven't ever really felt the need to speak about it for a long time. But uh, what the hell? Because everyone, everyone loves a throwback. So I feel like today we'll go for a little throwback, a little, uh, a little prequel, rant prequel, if you will. <clears throat> back in high school i swear to god every single person who drove their a car like once he turned 16 every person i knew was like this and it infuriated me to no end you would they would get halfway through a song and just skip it <laughs> they'd yeah. be driving a car to <laughs> to the park to play hide and seek or to like chick-fil-a to get a milkshake or like whatever you did in high school wherever you drove in high school, shit like that. You'd just be in the car going, you know, f football practice because of all the football I did in high school. I was very good. I played a lot of football. <laughs> um, and the person driving would just get like a minute into a song and then decide I I've had enough and then hit next. This shit 
infuriates me. <laughs> and again, I don't know. I don't know very many people who do this today, but this was so prevalent back then. It was everyone. Why are you? What? What? Why are you in such a hurry? What? Like, there is enough time in your life to where you can you can conclude this song. There's no reason to fin to not finish it. I know the best part may be over. I get that. A lot of times, the best part of the song is at the beginning. I understand that. I, you still got to listen to the whole thing. You can't. I, I can't deal with such an abrupt transition like that especially if you're in the car with other you know what do your own thing if you're alone if you're in the car alone do your own thing but if you're if you've got passengers have some courtesy <laughs> you don't know if the other people in the car are digging the song maybe they are i usually was i usually was with a person to be like why'd you change that i wasn't done listening to it because the song wasn't complete <laughs> what what gave what gave you the idea that it was time to change the song um, I used to all, whenever somebody did this, I would call them out. I'd say, why did you change that? And they're like, cause I was done listening to it. Why, why were you done listening to it? Because and then I would go on this long thing. I, I swear I said this a hundred times. If I ever make it big, if I ever get famous, I swear to God, the first thing I'm ever going to do is make a, an absolute banger of a track. I don't care. Like what I, like I'll, I'll, use my now famous connections, my money, whatever, whatever making it big means for, to a 16 year old, whatever it was, I would make, I would get the best producers. I would, you know, make a, like some sort of parody song. Or, I would make something slap. It'd be the best song you ever heard. And then one minute, 45 seconds in, it just end. If this song would end and it wouldn't be over, you would just have to, this, there would be silence for the remaining three minutes and 30 second runtime. It wouldn't play another note because you don't deserve it because no one's going to listen anyway. Why put in all the effort? Why even bother to, to put in the effort to write the second half of a song, to produce the second half of a song? Who gives a shit? No one's going to listen to it. Not anyone back then anyway. Not anyone in 2011 or however old I was. I was 16. And for the record, people, the bridge which is often the best part of the song, especially in pop music, usually comes at the end of the song. <laughs> at least allow yourself to get to the bridge, the goddamn bridge. Have some respect for the bridge. <laughs> um, and this, we're going to take, we're going to like take a sharp left turn and just off-road it from here on because that was supposed to be the end, but it's not. Because it just reminded me of something else that's kind of now more modern, a more contemporary issue, is skipping the intro to TV shows. Mm. Th this one to me is a little bit more understandable, but I think, I think the people who used to skip songs halfway through are now the Netflix intro skippers of today. I mean, have some goddamn patience. It's like 30 seconds of your life. Can you not just wait for the intro to complete? The intro, okay... And this is a, this is, a, you know, this, uh, this is a legit stance. I'm not just trying to, you know, be a hothead here. This is a, something I truly believe. The intro song or sequence of a TV show is a key component of that TV show. You, yeah. in my opinion, you're like legitimately skipping a portion of an episode of every episode. If you skip the intro and I know it's the same thing every time I get that for the most part, at least across a single season, it's the same thing every time. It, it's still you shouldn't skip it in my opinion you shouldn't skip it have some respect your, your time isn't that valuable if you're already not doing anything but watching tv you can spare the 30 seconds and and the reason is to a certain extent 
first of all, the intro sets the tone for the show, which is key. That's critical. When, when the show is, you know, when you sit down and you turn on a show for the first time in the day, or you're switching to a new show, the intro is intended to serve as a palate cleanser. It refreshes and resets your mind for what you're about to experience. I mean, just consider for a second, you know, when, uh, the HBO, I'll actually, I'll toss in the sound effect here. Uh, when the HBO static, uh, symbol comes on and it goes, Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, what is the thing? What is the thing you hear next for most people? For me, despite the fact that I have watched and completed at least five HBO shows recently, for me, when I hear that static and that, that HBO tone, as soon as it, is, it ends, I'm expecting for the Game of Thrones theme music to come on. Very nice, yeah. And, and that's part of the experience. You, you are setting yourself up for what you're about to watch. That's important. Also... Let's say you're binging something and you're watching back to back. You're just slamming them back to back to back. That palate cleanser is still true. It's still it's still necessary. You're watching, you know, season four, episode eight of The Office. <laughs> season four, episode nine of The Office is coming up next, and you should still watch the intro because sometimes the ending of the previous episode is on a very it strikes a very particular tone. A lot of times, TV shows are intended to end on a on a, a striking note the show doesn't just fizzle out it ends on a joke it ends on an emotional moment a cliffhanger that's that's like 85 percent. i did the math just now i ran the numbers my big spreadsheet here is computing and it says 85 percent of episodes are going to end on something significant of emotional significance you need that palate cleanser before you dive into the next episode you need it and even if that isn't true, even for the remaining 15%, that's very true, a very true real number based on hard data, even if that's not the case, and it's just a random, useless ending that has no meaning whatsoever, you can't, you can't break into the next episode without allowing yourself the few seconds for your brain to rest. Because a lot of times, you just can't, it can't, it's too abrupt of a start. Especially if it's if the show from time to time will throw in a cold open, then you just ruin the purpose of a cold open if you force every open to be cold. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's that's, that's how point. I feel about uh about uh, honestly I'm actually more upset about skipping T V show intros, <laughs> even though I think it's less of a it's more of a, it's a more common issue. I think it's a less serious issue. I think more people are skipping TV show intros than second half of songs, and the people who are skipping the second half of songs are the real lunatics of society. But um, for me, <laughs> I think I've just transitioned. I've pivoted midway through, and I'm going to say that the TV show intro thing is is what this rant is actually ultimately about. Well, I have I have some thoughts on both of those things, Zach. Uh, all right. First of all, while the TV intro thing is fresh, um, if you're on. C- I- if you're on season four, episode eight, going into episode nine of the office, you've just finished, uh, the deposition episode, which is where Michael has to talk to lawyers about Jan, uh, for Dunder. Yeah. I knew that. I knew that one. Uh, and as a big office family. Yeah. He, he feels like his parents are getting divorced and it goes into dinner party, which many people argue is one of the best episodes of the office. And I feel like you're right. You probably do need that palate cleanser, uh, before getting to Michael talking about his plasma screen TV, I just and completely and all of that. pulled those two 
episode, those numbers came out of my ass. I could have said anything. I don't know. I don't seen the office once all the way through. I don't know. That was what those episodes were. And they, they illustrated my point perfectly. The fact that I mm-hmm. pulled two random ones. So obviously that 85% thing is holding up pretty strong. So far. <laughs> here's, here's what I have to say. I agree with you that in general, the intro is important. <clears throat> I think I'm going to have some caveats, and you're free. You probably do disagree with me. For one, I uh, these days it's pretty rare that I'm truly binging like five or six or more episodes in one night. But I am sympathetic to the person who's like, "Hey, I've seen this intro <laughs> six times tonight. Like, let me like some cliffhanger just happened. Let me just skip through it for this next episode. I just need to get into it. I'm not saying it's the right move, but I'm sympathetic when you're like that deep into a binge." Um, you, I, I know you disagree, but that's... I, I'm sympathetic. I, I disagree, but I'm sympathetic. Yeah. Here's here's what I will say. I recently started uh, watching HBO's Westworld. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know oh, how yeah. familiar you are, but that's a, it's a fantastic I've seen show. the first season, and it was incredible, and then the second season didn't hook me, but... Uh, yeah, that that's, seems to be the universal uh, consensus here. I'm on episode, like, five or six of season one. It's fantastic. First season um, was ab- was outstanding. You should watch it if you haven't. It's incredible. To the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Here's what I will say, though. <laughs> when I start up an episode of Westworld, y- this intro is like three or four minutes, it feels like. It's probably only like one and a half or two, but it feels like you're there for an eternity watching these, like, androids be created by machines. It's like... It's like that for like five <laughs> minutes. It's so long. It's like, I've never actually skipped it, but every once in a while, I'm like, come on. Like, <laughs> I get it. Like, this is cool and dramatic. I get it. Like, just let me watch the show. So I get, you're right, but it's also a little bit different when you've got just like a show that has just like a 30 second intro versus one that's like several minutes. It's just, <laughs> sometimes it gets a little out of hand. I was actually such a fan of the Westworld season one intro that 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 show that intro was what first calcified this rant for me way years ago when i first watched it that that very intro was what convinced me that uh, that's what allowed me to develop my opinions on on uh the necessity of tv show intros because whenever i'd watch it with somebody they would want to skip it because you're right it's long and it's the same thing and i think it is fascinating i think it's a gorgeous intro and and i'm not saying that you don't think so but i i understand why you think that it's it's you don't want to see it over and over again to me it's so beautiful and like intriguing and 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 weird that (laughs) that's what made me realize how much i like tv show intros and how they're an important part of the show they they definitely are important and you're right that also like I've had a long day doing God knows what, and I've sat down for the show. That intro, within a couple minutes, it, it feels so intriguing and interesting and mysterious that, like, by the end of this intro, I'm like, all right, my mindset is now ready to be in the story of the show. So so you're right that it's not just, like, it's not just all about the the like the people working on the show like jerking themselves off being like you have to read our names now like it's not <laughs> that's not all it's about but right. it's like it does serve a purpose but that is one of those interests that for me is so long that if for some reason on a single night i'm watching multiple episodes by like the third or fourth i'm like 
like oh my gosh this is so long like i'm just so eager to just hop back in and and even even though i may think that i almost never actually skip it because for me that the intros almost serve as like a buffer between like to let me like if anything let me zone out a second be like should i really be watching this like all right, like I've I've seen this intro this many times tonight. Like, should I stop? <laughs> that's an important. That's an important feature. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's important. You're right. Um, it, it, yeah. If if you're getting to the point where you're like, God, I I don't know if I can watch this intro anymore. Maybe you you should do something else entirely. Yeah. Maybe you have watched too much TV. <laughs> you're probably right. Um, and then I just have kind of a quick comment on the car skipping music situation. It, it's interesting that you mentioned that this is in a car because the truth is it almost always was in the car. Um, and, and the reason that's important to me is that I in defend, I know that there's some people in the audience right now who just want to explain themselves. I hope I do them justice here by mentioning that that is usually... <laughs> This, granted, there are some people who are just like, I just want to hear the catchy part of this pop song and then on to the next one, need that next serotonin hit. But then there are people like me sometimes in high school who the prospect of like maybe they're handed the ox cord and told, can you choose some music for us? And th- oh. that was their worst nightmare. They were yeah, like, I, I don't know what music to pick. And when you're in the car, there's something they're They're probably choosing a song, looking at people's reactions to the song. And the second they're afraid that they've lost the interest in that. They're afraid that as a high schooler, as insecure as you are, and this used to be me, it was like, oh my God, they, they stopped being that tune in. They're not seeing a line anymore. I got to go to the next one to keep their attention. It's like you've sometimes if you're the person with the ox cord, you feel like you are performing. And if you've lost their attention, your only option to get their attention back skip the song go to the next one maybe they'll like this next one even more and i'm you're right that that's a ridiculous move that like i've grown out of that i i now have the confidence to make my friends listen to my shitty music but like (laughs) (laughs) but like back then i even with good friends i was like uh like what if they aren't liking the song like I, i better just rapid fire different songs so that maybe they'll like one of these and it's it, that's a dumb thing to do, and that's actually even worse than listening to a song you don't like. But like, that that was at least the reason that I would do it back in the day. You know what? That I that is a very good point, and I I would I still have that anxiety to a degree today. So I I can sympathize with that. And, oh, uh, I. If that's the case for you, then I respect. I it. Uh, let me tell you, Zach. Once I was in college, there was multiple times I'd be like at a friend's apartment maybe they're having like a little get together and they're like let's put on some music and for some for some reason they're like paul can you put on music and that was like my worst nightmare i was like i don't know what music people like i don't know some some people are here because they want to dance and i don't even know what that even means like what's dance music i'll drop ass to anything yeah i know you will you you got that westworld (laughs) theme in the back and you're just Got your feet up on the wall, throwing your ass around like it's cake. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Uh, And then, (laughs) but anyways, and and here's here's why people are self conscious because I would be told, Paul, we want you to pick music, and then I would put on music, and then people would say, "Who put on this music? This is garbage." And I'd be Uh... like, "Why did you tell me to put this on? This is why I never like volunteer to be like, let me put myself out there with my music choices. Because everyone has yeah. different choices. I don't have play, 
my playlists are put together for very arbitrary, dumb reasons, and they are not intended for public circulation. They <laughs> they are for my private use only, and so like they're not like ready for people to listen to for hours on end. I just man. Anyways, <laughs> that, so you your okay? rants your rants really <laughs> dug into me on a deep emotional level about the times people good. Cr- they're working. People have made me choose music and then criticized that music for being on when they forgot that I was the one putting it on. Anyways, <laughs> Ooh. What, what, was that like everything? That. Did we cover everything there, Zach? I think you did. Yeah, <laughs> I think we got it all. Woo. That was fantastic. Um, do you want to do a, uh, a random rant? Yes, I do. I do too. We, we didn't do one last time, uh, with good reason. We had that hilarious sweet life of Zach and Cody bit, but I miss, uh, I miss oh, random rants. I miss them so much. Uh, this one has asked that, uh, I read the email. Okay. Uh, so it must be, there must be a lot of context. Let's see. Okay. Um, <laughs> This is submitted by Travis. Uh, oh. He, I think, submitted three. I don't know how many we've gotten through at this point, uh, but this is one of the three he submitted a long time ago. Um, so, hmm. Travis, finally, you're getting uh, – apologize thank it took so long. Just as luck of the draw, you, but thanks for submitting. If you want to submit your ideas on the show, you can email us at notallbadshow at gmail.com with your subject line, random rant idea, and we'll add it to the list. But today we're talking about Travis's idea, and his idea is people who talk on the phone in the restroom. This thing is the most. This thing is most often seen at the airport, but I know it happens elsewhere. Um, I'm gonna say uh, the I, the rant is people who talk on the phone in the restroom. I'm gonna say people who talk in the restroom as <laughs> as the rant for today. Yesterday, I was at the urinal. So we can get to the phone thing in a little bit, but this this story needs to get off my chest. Yesterday, I was at the urinal at work, peeing as one does, doing a great job of it. Need I remind you that I've gotten over my pee shyness. I was just full <laughs> on pissing, no problem at all. Wow! And uh, it was incredible. You should have you should have been there. And Wish then I someone seen that stream. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> And somebody walks up, and I mind you, I'm at a, I'm on the wall of the bathroom where there are two urinals, and one of them is the little the little baby potty, the one that I've talked about. I ranted oh, yeah. on them in the episode past where they're too short, and no one should use them unless you um, have a physical reason to do so. You you can't be like a person as tall as I am using a short urinal. That's just ridiculous. But this person wanders up and uses the urinal immediately next to me when there are four others across the room that are empty, uses the short one at that just so they can talk to me about work while I'm peeing. (laughs) And like, yeah, yeah, well, uh, we need you to go to the lab and check that out. I can't believe, you know, you heard them on the phone call earlier. You heard them say blah, blah, blah. And so I like it. Like, man, can you let me piss? Can you just let me pee alone? Without you talking to me, for, it's I'm not going to be here a long time. And then, when I'm done, if it's okay, let's say for example, my dad just got hit by a car, in the, he, as a pedestrian, he just, he got hit by a car and he's now in critical condition. And I'm peeing. 
You can't come up and say, Zach, your dad is in the hospital. He's about to die. You, at best, you have to wait till I'm washing my hands. At best. And if it's, if it's a situation any less critical than that, you can't talk to me within the threshold of the bathroom door. You got to wait till we're both out of the bathroom for you to ever even consider opening your mouth around me. That's a rule. So, yeah, the talking on the phone thing is, is bad, and I want to get into it because I have plenty to say. I have a lot to say today. I've just been steamrolling this whole conversation. But um, talking in general in the bathroom is, is, should be a war crime. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like imagining someone delivering bad news to you and like, f- like being like, this is so urgent. I have to follow him into the bathroom and then being like, excuse me, Zach, I'm going to, you might want to put uh, your package back in your pants for this information. And it's like, <laughs> I, <laughs> you might want to hold it for this one. <laughs> but like, I, I honestly, this really goes back to my topic a little bit, which is, I granted, I hate when people start a sentence like this, but I'm going to start it like this nonetheless. There are two people in this world, Zach. There are the people <laughs> who talk on the phone with who don't care who hears them and don't care that they're being heard, which is a nuisance. A it's terrorism on society. And then there yeah, are the is. people really who is. have the common sense to be self conscious about their conversations and find a place to hide for their phone calls. I fall into the latter that I. If I have a phone call, I'm looking for the least public place to have this conversation. It doesn't matter how sensitive the information is. It it truly doesn't matter. It better be a true emergency for m- me to, like, stay, like, in public to hear, like, like to have that kind of conversation. Or, like, I mean, it... it I mean, they, there's a lot of big rants that are interconnected to this. One of them is people who talk on speakerphone, like, in a, in a waiting room or something. Yeah. Like, what are geez. you doing? Like, dear God, what are you doing? Like, who I, are you? Who do you think you are? What, do you really think I want to hear this conversation? But, like, Travis is right that there's something really uniquely weird about people. And, and he's right that I imagine this happy at airport, which I kind of understand for some reason. I don't know why we accept this more airports than other locations. Because there's all kinds of, like, degenerate behavior that you can get away with at the airport. Like, sleeping uh, across, like, three chairs or drinking a beer at nine in the morning. Like yeah. all this stuff is acceptable at the airport. Cause it's just a lawless land of desperation. That's true. That's very true. Um, but just like, man, like if I get a call when I'm in the bathroom, uh, unless <laughs> like there are, I, I am hard pressed to think of a circumstance where I'm like, you know what? I may be sitting on the john right now, and there may be two people around me also in stalls, but like I'm gonna take this call and have just a, a nice fun little conversation right now. Like that this is a good time for that. I like, don't even answer the phone when I'm at my desk at my office. What do you think I'm gonna do when I'm in the bathroom? <laughs> I mean, you could have just ended that sentence and said, I don't answer my phone, period. Because that's that's I don't ever. ever ever since I accidentally answered it for the Geico man, I'm really starting to rethink this whole <laughs> I should answer my phone thing. Cause I'm just I gotta leave it leave it be. It I what okay, this may sound weird, but like what happened to people leaving messages? Because I've had people get angry with me for not answering a call, but they didn't leave a message. It's like I, I was it really that important if you didn't either text me or leave a message to follow up. Like if you didn't, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's just ridiculous to me that uh, anyways, but just who, who was answering the phone in the bathroom? Uh, businessmen, 
I, I don't know. I the, the worst kind of business that men to be sure. I, I it's terrible. You you shouldn't answer the phone in the bathroom because that's that feels like a violation of my privacy as much it is like it's also kind of like voyeuristic like or whatever the term would be with where the other person on the other end of the line like could you imagine if <laughs> if you're on the phone in the stall and then somebody like rips a big one and then the other person on the other end of the line is gonna go like sorry was that did somebody fart was that you are you in the bathroom i mean Dude, what the f- What's wrong with you? <laughs> Especially if you're in a public bathroom, there are noises going on in public bathrooms that shouldn't be spoken of outside of those bathrooms. That you, are you just kind of look. They're just terrible, disgusting noises, and to subject someone on the phone to that to be like at any moment someone could have a medical emergency like happen on this toilet over here. I you you don't need to hear that. You're just setting things up to be disgusting and completely inappropriate. You just kind of sound like a like if so, if you're talking on the phone, you it's uh, while you're pooping or peeing, it's you just kind of come across as a pervert. Yeah, you sure do. And this leads to one other final point, or at least final for me. People who aren't talking on the phone, but who browse their phone or text while they stand at the urinal, and this is obviously a situation unique to um, people who use urinals, but. That that harkens to another issue that I've discussed before. I talk about toilets and peeing so frequently on this show. <laughs> and and one of the many things I brought up is uh, multiple times is how gross it is when you pee in a urinal because the pee just splatters everywhere microscopically. You're just covered in ev- every person that uses a ur- urinal that you know is covered in pee constantly. Oh, they, and they that just are. extends to like people who stand at the urinal and they have their phone in their hand and their penis in the other hand as they like scroll through reddit or something that to me just disgusts me that that can you not put your phone away for the 30 seconds it's going to take for you to urinate please it 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 is weird there's just something about public it's like why are you do you really have to be using your phone like here i don't know it's so weird that that I think is uh, that was a lot. I said so much so fast, but I think that's everything I had to say about about talking on the phone in the bathroom. I mean, Travis, I agree. It's a it's a crime. It, it truly should, is. <laughs> the only noise that should be happening in the bathroom should be coming out your butt. Ironically, <laughs> you should never have any noise coming out of your mouth in the bathroom of any variety. No grunting, no talking, none of that. <laughs> This has been a really fun, fun uh, episode for, <laughs> for for just like potty talk. I don't, I don't know. What I know. I know. <laughs> it, I like somebody can go back and juxtapose me like making all these fart and piss jokes with me going on like a thirty minute rant about how stand up comedy is not real comedy from an episode <laughs> earlier. Um, how do we feel about uh, positive rants? And mine's not going to be about peeing or pooping. I promise. I, I, I'd like to get to it. I think I think it's time to refresh ourselves before we finish this up. I've taken such a deep dive. Um, I, I keep bringing this up like it's it's just it's it's I'm not trying to brag, but I because I'm not like on dating apps with social media anymore or anything. I have had to find other ways to waste time at work, <laughs> and one of them has been 
Wikipedia. I've like I've always been a Wikipedia fiend. I've talked about it at length, um, but I've gotten like so so deep recently, and I I've been just consuming like a madman. And one of the things I've found recently, I'm just gonna do a, an old thing that we haven't done in a while, is just kind of go over a really interesting Wikipedia article I found recently. Hmm. Um, I haven't done that in a while. I used to do it before, but it's time to return. Uh, and this is a uh, this is a, an article about a man named Timothy Dexter, who uh, I'm upset was I believe like a fact about him made it to the front page of Reddit in between me reading about him and deciding I wanted to talk about him on the show and me talking about him on the show. So no, I didn't get this idea from Reddit. I thought of it myself first, and I just I can't I didn't post it on Reddit either. I just we do the show every other week. All right, give me a break. <laughs> Timothy Dexter was uh, an American man uh, before America was America. He was born uh, in the Massachusetts Bay Colony uh, in 1747, hmm. and he died uh, in 1806. So he, he lived uh, during the American Revolution. And uh, dude was a, a really interesting person. He wrote a book, and the book is called A Pickle... For the knowing ones, or plain truth and a homespun dress, which is a garbage title. That means nothing. <laughs> but it's because the book doesn't mean anything. It's almost 9,000 words, which is really not very much. It's almost 9,000 words, and the Wikipedia article says it's just him complaining about politicians, the clergy, and his wife. <laughs> and the 9,000 words in all of it there is zero punctuation and random capitalization and he he print he he handed it out he just he wrote this book and then he just randomly handed it out for free on the street but it became popular enough to where people uh, actually wanted to buy it so he printed a second edition uh he got it published and the second edition is exactly the same as the first one except <laughs> at the very end of the book he added 13 lines just of random punctuation marks. And he told the readers that they're f feel free to distribute them as they please. That's, that's a baller move. I bet this book sucked. I bet it was really, really boring and hard to read, but that's really funny. So this guy's obviously a lunatic. Now, uh, that doesn't stop there. Okay. Okay. Uh, he was like notoriously stupid. Someone described him in his obituary. This is the thing that was written about him after he died. <laughs> Someone described him as his intellectual endowments not being of the most exalted stamp. So like imagine you die and in the, in the newspaper it reads, yeah, he wasn't very smart. Like you had to be, you must have, have had to been really, really goddamn stupid for somebody to say that in your obituary. Yeah. But he, uh, the American Revolutionary War ended, so he bought a ton of the money from the American Revolutionary Army that was basically worthless because they were transitioning to the uh, new United States dollar or whatever yeah. they started with. It was basically worthless, but for some reason he finessed that into like making a massive fortune. I don't understand how that worked, but um, Something to do with him living in Massachusetts, but basically he got rich quick by making a bad, bad, like a very bad investment, which is important because using that money, he was able to uh, build some ships and begin an export business to uh, other parts of the world. 
and uh obviously that first little uh first little fluke the first little bit of luck allowed afforded him the opportunity to make a bunch of other much worse and yet much more profitable profitable business decisions um so in new england uh, at the time they had a thing called warming pans which uh are exactly what they sound you put your bed sheets in the warming pans in winter as it gets very cold in new england and you use the warming pans to heat your bed sheets uh for you to be for you to stay warm in the cold new england nights um but (laughs) he exported a, a ton of those warming pans to the West Indies, which is a tropical area where they obviously would not need anything to warm their bed sheets at any point in the year. Um, because other businessmen told him that that was a good idea because they were trying to bankrupt him. But when his captain got there to the tropical area, they, he just sold them as like soup ladles <laughs> or sorry, as sorry, not soup ladles, molasses ladles for the local molasses industry. Cause I guess in tropical areas, they grow sugar uh, easily. And he made a good profit off of those warming pans in the tropics. Then he sent wool mittens back to the same place. After he found out that it was tropical, he made a bunch of mittens out of wool and sent them to the same place where it just so happened that uh, Asian merchants were there too. And they were able to finish the trade route and and, and export those mittens to Siberia. So he made a profit off of that too, sending mittens to the tropics. And then finally... um, well, not even finally, but uh, somebody told him to ship coal to Newcastle, which is obviously a joke because at the time you would understand that um, the entire economy of Newcastle in England was dependent on uh, the mining and sale of coal. It was a massive coal production production city. So um, the idea of shipping coal and selling it in Newcastle was ridiculous. But it got so happen- it so happened that uh, when his cargo of coal arrived in Newcastle, all the miners went on strike. So he was able to sell that for a profit. And then, because people just didn't get the picture that this guy was the luckiest man on earth, they continued to try to bankrupt him and told him that he should uh, send gloves to Polynesia, which is like Hawaii, for example, is part of Polynesia. Yeah. It's all the Pacific Islands. Um, so again, send, send mittens to uh, a tropical island. He did... And then once again, uh, Portuguese merchants were able to complete the trade route and take the, those gloves, buy them, and then take them to China and sell them where people actually needed gloves. It made a profit again. Finally, he uh, bought a bunch of Bibles and exported them to Indonesia along with a bunch of stray cats, which is the most random shipment of anything I've ever heard in my life, a ship of stray cats and Bibles. <laughs> uh Sorry, not same ship. Bibles to the Indonesia and stray cats to the Caribbean islands. First of all, I can understand like you can make a profit selling gloves if you sell them to the right place. Who is going to buy stray cats? Uh, well, apparently people in the Caribbean will because they had a rat infestation at the time. And uh, when his Bibles got to Indonesia where nobody was Christian, uh, he happened to link up with a bunch of uh, new Christian missionaries in the area who happened to need Bibles. So time and time again, that was like six times in a row. And there's more, I think, that I'm just not going to read, that he made an absolute dumbass decision with because people who were actively trying to take advantage of someone that they thought accurately was an idiot, and he just got completely lucky in like six different ways every time and became a rich person. 
I thought that was a really uh, a fun read, and uh, I hope you enjoyed it as well. That that concludes the life and times of Timothy Dexter, or at least according to Wikipedia. That's really interesting. There's <laughs> that's so many like individually interesting stories that all happen to the same person. And my favorite one is the uh, is the book where he had the thirteen lines of punctuation. Yes. It was like, yeah, put them where you want. I'm not going to do it for you. <laughs> that's great. Hmm. I history just fascinates me with like I don't know my dumb brain not understanding how those things work without technology. But <laughs> yeah. anyways. <laughs> Um, is that all you had to say with that, Zach? Yeah, yeah, and I, I said plenty, so go ahead. I, I'm i going to go ahead and go to mine, which uh, on theme here is, is related to me moving, is, is kind of opportunities to start fresh and create a new space for yourself, which are like, granted, the, the negative side of this is that, like, so, <laughs> this is a lot of work, but also, like, so I have like a new room that when I got into it was completely empty. So I had an excuse to be like, all right, where exactly do I want my bed, my dresser, a bookshelf, all the, like my desk, all these different things. It's like, there's something really satisfying about saying like, all right, I have all these things. This is how much space I have. Where exact, like what's the best way for me to enjoy the space exactly how I want to. And once you've moved in, been to, in a place in a while, I, I, some people have more of a drive to be able to rearrange things. For me, once I'm in a space, it's almost like I'm just working to make it work how it is. And so for me, the being in a new space is like, is kind of the push I need to be creative with the space and figure out what should go where. Like I've got a dresser here i should put these clothes here i should put this piece of furniture here it's honestly and then like just seeing it take place and it transforms from just an empty room or just a collection of random stuff and it's suddenly like it feels like this is my space it's just a really satisfying feeling i think yeah have Uh, you um do you know the feeling of you move in somewhere and you're like okay this is my place now and and then the first night you sleep in that place. It's always a really weird. It's it's, it's a hard to explain oh, yeah. feeling. Oh yeah, <laughs> I I I experienced that very recently. Where um, I so the very first night here, <laughs> the day I moved in was a very miserable day. I just I had a U-Haul that I was taking to a million different places. It was like a record hot day for for Texas and I was like outside like loading and unloading things and I was like dehydrated and miserable and exhausted and I like had chosen my room and I like had at least my box spring and mattress just like on the floor and I like got into bed at the end of this long miserable day and my room was hot and I just had this weird mix of emotions of both like a little bit of excitement like oh I'm in a new place but also just like what have I done? Like this, like it's hot and like (laughs) disgusting here. Like, did I just make the biggest mistake of my life? But I was just like, you know, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to be in a new place. This could be great. And then like I did. And the next day I had a, (laughs) a great day. And then I, the next night it was like, Oh, like this is my house now. And it was just really interesting. But that first night you're right. is such a weird feeling of like, this is, this is weird. Like this is my spot now. And I don't know. It's it's weird. 
Um, I, I always find that, I, I don't know that it, it's not like being in a hotel, but there, it's, it's a very unique feeling and it only lasts mm-hmm. for like two days. Yeah. Yeah. I like that though. I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to doing that with my whole house whenever mm-hmm. I get it. It's going to be real awkward cause I have barely any furniture, so it's going to feel <laughs> real empty, but, um, it's going to be exciting regardless. Mm-hmm. Th- that is another fun aspect. I mean, granted, it's expensive and it's miserable and I've had to spend like a lot of my money, like far more than I should be spending. But like, there's also something fun to be like, Oh, like what should I buy for this space? Like I earned for this room. Like I need this and like find like buying things to fill spaces, even though it's expensive. If you ignore the part where it's like, I don't want to spend money. It's kind of fun to have like a new area to be like, I'm going to buy this cause this fits well here. Yeah. It's, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Well, um, I think that's going to wrap up uh, episode 44. We had a good one today, Paul. We did. Good talking fun. to you as always. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, we, you know what, though? What? I, didn't, I never did the intro. <laughs> You're right. You never did. <laughs> wow. Um, it's like the first time wh- in uh, all 44 wh- episodes. <laughs> wow. Welcome to episode 44, Not All Bad. This is your first time listening to the show. Uh, we're going to each take a turn ranting on a topic we've picked, put, draw a random topic from a hat, rant on that, and then we're going to wrap the show up by ranting on a positive topic. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Like us on SoundCloud. Sub- subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We're available on Twitter at Not All Bad Show, and you can, hear from, you can talk to us at notallbadshow at gmail.com. What, that was the fastest that's ever gone. Um, and also, uh, thank you so much for listening to episode 44 of Not All Bad. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, SoundCloud, and Google Play. <laughs> you can like us on SoundCloud, subscribe, and leave a rating and review on iTunes. You can find us on on uh, Twitter at Not All Bad Show. And you can email us at notallbadshow at gmail.com. If you want to submit a random rant idea like Travis did today, you can do so by emailing us with the subject line, random rant idea. In all seriousness, uh, we love our random rants. And the, if, especially if you're a listener who... Uh, hasn't submitted one before we'd really love for you to to make us talk about something just see where it goes because it usually just goes in random directions and that's a lot of fun yeah it's one of it i think it's consistently one of the funnier parts of the show mm-hmm. um so yeah that this it this has been the one this has been episode 44 i've said it three times in the last 10 <laughs> seconds i'm wait, zach andrews wait, i'm paul messman but is this 44 or 45 44. Did I say 45 before? I thought you said 45. I might be losing my mind. Who knows? I think it's 44. Um, I, I think you're right. Dance like nobody's watching. Rant like nobody's listening. <laughs>